August 29th. And now as we turn our attention to the New Testament, we'll be reading today from the book of 2 Corinthians, chapter 3, verses 1 through 18. And uh, we'll see that the legalists who caused trouble in both Antioch and Jerusalem had come to Corinth and enticed some of the believers into living by the law of Moses. Paul refuted their position by showing the wonders of the new covenant ministry. The background is Exodus chapter 34. It changes hearts, this new covenant. The law only reveals sin. It cannot renew the inner person. The Spirit wants to write a new version of His Word on your heart. Will you let Him? And Warren Wiersbe, in his great uh, Bible commentary, chapter by chapter uh, Bible commentary, says it gives life. The law kills, but grace gives life and sustains that life. God's children have a living relationship with Him through the Spirit of life. Oh, and by the way, it gets more and more glorious. The glory of the law is gone. The temple, the priesthood, the ceremonies, and the awesome revelations of God's power, it's all gone. But the glory of God's grace remains and grows more and more glorious. And it brings freedom. The law brings bondage. But grace gives glorious freedom that makes us more and more like Jesus Christ. Each day, you can have your own personal transfiguration as you worship the Lord and yield to the Spirit. August 29th, 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 1 through 18. Are we, Paul and his co-workers, beginning again to tell you how good we are? Some people need to bring letters of recommendation with them or ask you to write letters of recommendation for them. But the only letter of recommendation we need is you yourselves. Your lives are a letter written in our hearts, and everyone can read it and recognize our good work among you. Clearly, you are a letter from Christ prepared by us. It is written not with pen and ink, but with the Spirit of the living God. It is carved not on stone, but on human hearts. We are confident of all this because of our great trust in God through Christ. It is not that we think we can do anything of lasting value by ourselves. Our only power and success come from God. He is the one who has enabled us to represent His new covenant. This is a covenant not of written laws, but of the Spirit. The old way ends in death. In the new way, the Holy Spirit gives life. That old system of law, etched in stone, led to death. Yet it began with such glory that the people of Israel could not bear to look at Moses' face. For his face shone with the glory of God, even though the brightness was already fading away. Shouldn't we expect far greater glory when the Holy Spirit is giving life? If the old covenant which brings condemnation, was glorious. How much more glorious is the new covenant, which makes us right with God? In fact, that first glory was not glorious at all compared with the overwhelming glory of the new covenant. So if the old covenant, which has been set aside, was full of glory, then the new covenant, which remains forever, has far greater glory. Since this new covenant gives us such confidence, we can be very bold. We are not like Moses, who put a veil over his face so the people of Israel would not see the glory fading away. But the people's minds were hardened, and even to this day 
whenever the Old Covenant is being read, a veil covers their minds, so they cannot understand the truth. And this veil can be removed only by believing in Christ. Yes, even today, when they read Moses' writings, their hearts are covered with that veil, and they do not understand. But whenever anyone turns to the Lord, then the veil is taken away. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, He gives freedom. And all of us have had that veil removed, so that we can be mirrors that brightly reflect the glory of the Lord. And as the Spirit of the Lord works within us, we become more and more like Him, and reflect His glory even more. This week is all about love. And the great love chapter of the Bible, 1 Corinthians 13, is guiding us along the way. Each day we're taking a look at another verse. And so today, here's what verse 6 has to say. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. One of the most fundamental characteristics of love is that it does not take pleasure in what is bad or wicked or evil, but instead, love always rejoices in what is good and right and true. Well, that's a hard one to do today with all the technology and social media that we have. How many times have you liked or shared or posted or wrote about something that isn't so good or right or true? How many times have you joined in the gossip chain at the expense of someone else? How many times have you complained about your your spouse, your boss, the president, either in person or, or online? This is not about guys night out trashing the ladies in our lives or or girls going out to gossip about all the guys in their lives. Online technology is not about a platform to rant and rave. These are the things that love does not do. Rather, love seeks what is good, right, and true. Remember what Jesus said about himself. I am the way and the truth and the life. Everything that we view as good or right or true is viewed through the lens of who Jesus is and what Jesus has done. I'm guessing that as you're viewing this video today, you're probably watching it on some computer or tablet or phone, which means you're up on technology and you're involved in some way in social media probably. How can you use those things to share and like and post about things that are good and right and true? How can you push to the forefront Jesus, who is the ultimate truth for our lives? That's the kind of love that Jesus showed. That's the kind of love that we can show, because that's what real love is.
Psalm 43, verses 1 through 5. What should you do when depression starts to control you? Hope in God. Look at the future and not at the past. If you feel drowned by circumstances, keep in mind that they are His waves and billows, and He knows what is best for you. Stop feeding on your feelings and start feeding on His Word. God will guard you and guide you, no matter how miserable you may feel right now. See, God is greater than your feelings. So, don't put your trust in your feelings. Put your trust in God. Walk by faith, and He will see you through. Psalm 43, verses 1 through 5. Oh God, take up my cause. Defend me against these ungodly people. Rescue me from these unjust liars. For you are God, my only safe haven. Why have you tossed me aside? Why must I wander around in darkness, oppressed by my enemies? Send out your light and your truth. Let them guide me. Let them lead me to your holy mountain, to the place where you live. There I will go to the altar of God, to God, the source of all my joy. I will praise you with my harp, O God, my God. Why am I discouraged? Why so sad? I will put my hope in God. I will praise Him again, my Savior and my God. Proverbs 22, verses 8 and 9. Those who plant seeds of injustice will harvest disaster, and their reign of terror will end. Blessed are those who are generous, because they feed the poor. Psalm 